Thanks for tuning in, Movie Geeks United. We're talking about January Blu-ray releases in this episode. Hello, my friend, and hello, our fans, I guess you would say, the people who listen to us. Uh, follow us regularly. We appreciate it. Always, always, always. We thank both of you. Thank you. Yeah, thank, thanks to both of you. That's exactly right. But, uh, yeah. No, a lot of you uh, reach out to me personally and send me some nice words from time to time, and I, I want to thank you for that in case I haven't. In case I've missed anybody, so yeah, means a lot, really does. So, well, I guess we could go ahead and start with um, one of the Criterion releases that was January the third. They issued, I think, for the first time, The Adventures of Baron Munchausen, Terry Gilliam's 1988 film. That uh, I don't think there was as much controversy or, or fight in fighting about the final cut on this one as there was with Brazil. But there was still some some production troubles there. I can't remember the extent of which. But uh, nevertheless, uh, The Adventures of Baron Munchausen has been issued by Criterion in both 4K and Blu-ray editions. And there are some extras on the disc uh, on either edition. Um, you get The Madness and Misadventures of Munchausen, which is a three-part documentary that totals just a little over an hour. Actually, close to an hour and a half. I'm sorry. Special Effects uh, is another Terry Gilliam-narrated documentary, or featurette, rather. 17 minutes. Deleted scenes. Uh, there are not a whole lot here, about maybe a total of five minutes worth. The storyboards for unfilmed scenes. And then you get Marketing Munchausen, the astonishing and really true story of uh, true history, rather, of Baron Munchausen, which is a new video essay. And the South Bank show, which is uh, from 1991, where Terry Gilliam talks about his life and career. And there's an animated short film directed by Terry Gilliam in 1974, Miracle of Flight. So that's what you get if you opt for the... Uh, 4K or the Blu-ray editions of The Adventures of Baron Munchausen being issued by Criterion. So uh, that was January 3rd, as I said. So we'll move along to other releases from that day. We also had a, a whole slew of Walt Disney Studios product that made its way in uh, new packaging Nothing new in terms of extras or anything like that. Uh, we have Zootopia, Toy Story, Frozen, Beauty and the Beast, Moana, The Little Mermaid, all the usual suspects, I would say. Uh, they all got reissued in, in new Blu-ray editions with no new transfers or new, new extras, just new packaging, yes. So anyway, we have that. Uh, Black Adam, the recent DC entry by Warner Brothers, uh, not very well received critically or by most people who saw it either. Um, I did not. I, I think I'm a little burned out on DC at this point. But nevertheless, so I'm going to reserve judgment. Didn't receive a review copy for this one either. But anyway, it's out there in 4K and Blu-ray editions as well. Uh, and there are a few featurettes. I think it's mostly like electronic press kit type stuff in terms of the extras and bonus features. But uh, anyway, the recent horror film Pray for the Devil has been issued by Lionsgate. Uh, that's another one that I opted to miss. 
Memories of My Father is a Cohen Media release. Uh, this one is um, uh, it's directed by Academy Award winner Fernando Trueba, who also gave us Belle Epoque. And it dramatizes the true life story of Hector Abad Gomez. And this is uh, stars Javier Camara from Pedro Almodovar's Talk to Her in Bad Education. So anyway, there are a few bonus features here. Film historian Annette Insdorf interviews the director and they're making of featurettes and trailers for this one. So Cohen Media releasing has given us memories of my father on Blu-ray for the first time. I must say. And there's Armageddon Time, which got some critical love. I think this was the latest from James Gray. It's kind of an auto, semi-autobiographical film about his childhood or coming of age type thing in the early 1980s during the Reagan era. And it's got um, Anthony Hopkins, I think, playing his the, his grandfather in the film or the grandfather of the character that stands in for him in the film i should say so uh again i did not get around to this one getting mixed reviews and i just uh, there were other things that were more pressing and so i i opted to see those instead but anyway um so we will move along to january the 10th we have groundhog day being reissued on 4k that's previously been issued on 4k um so not the first time, but I don't know if there are any new uh, extras here or new transfer. I have a feeling that, they're, that it's the same transfer we've seen before. But um, uh, at any rate, it has been issued um, by uh, Sony, Sony Pictures. So uh, we have Friday the 13th, the final chapter, getting a Steelbook release. 1984, of course. Paramount doing the honors on this one. Uh, of course, all of these Friday the 13th films have been released. And this is not a 4K, by the way. It's a Blu-ray release. I don't think there are any new extras. It's the uh, 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 legacy bonus features, as they call them. And so, um, you know, you're not really getting anything new there. But uh, if you're a completist, with the Friday the 13th titles, the final chapter has been issued, and I assume that they'll continue doing these still books from the Friday the 13th films. You you picked up one of these, didn't you, I think, or maybe? I can't remember if you did or not. I picked up the first Friday the 13th 4K. Oh, okay. That's and then I have was, yeah. part three and part four Blu-ray. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's interesting that they Paramount has not opted to uh, reissue the 3D version of Friday the 13th Part 3, which is uh, the one that I have. It was a DVD released in the late 2000s, I think 2008 or 9. And it's actually it's the old Blu-ray, you know, the red and blue or whatever, red and green, whatever it is, uh, came with the 3D glasses. But it's actually pretty good of its, you know, considering what it is, you know, it's uh, considering it's not the the latest uh, 3D that we get with more modern equipment, but it's still it's still pretty effective. I've held on to my copy of that just because it's simply a, that you can't get it anymore. Uh, I don't think any of the reissues. I, I can't remember if the Screen Factory version uh, that they the massive box set they did. I can't remember if they did a 3D release of Part Three or not. But 
Anyway, I'm holding on to mine just in case. Yeah, I only got those two steelbooks because, uh, well, the, I only got three and four because they're steelbooks and they were cheap. Yeah, go where uh, the sales are. I, I watched the extras on them. I didn't watch any. Of the, I didn't watch the movies yet. Yeah, well, we we've, we've seen them plenty of times. But I'm excited about the um, the new Crystal Lake TV series that they're going to do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that could be interesting. Could be. Especially since it comes from I think Brian Fuller, and he's he created Hannibal, and that's like one of the most visionary series in years. Oh yeah, that was good. That was good for sure. Shocking that that was on regular network TV. I mean, yeah, it was definitely violent. <laughs> yeah, but it was just so beautifully realized. It was just yeah, the images were just staggering. Mhm, mhm, for sure. Yeah, I would uh, I would definitely uh, vouch for that one as well. Well, we have the Executioner collection, which is uh, coming from Arrow. This is two films starring Sonny Chiba, and it's um. Oh, the extras on this. Let's see. They have uh, audio commentary on the Executioner. Uh, there's the Karate King, an enjoyable overview of Sonny Chiba's life and career. And there's uh, trailers here, image galleries. So, uh, yeah, you get both of the Executioner films that Sonny Chiba made in one set for the first time ever. And the... Uh, Getting good reviews in terms of the video quality. Of course, um, you know, the second film was called uh, Executioner 2 Karate Inferno, by the way. But yeah, Sonny Chiba films, I, I'm a big fan of the, of most of his output. He's, uh, he's, he was one of my favorites. And so I didn't get around to actually looking at this, um, but, uh, I plan to soon. And I, I'm sure it will be pretty enjoyable. I, I, I love those Street Fighter films. There's no doubt about that. So. Anyway, Our Dancing Daughters is a Warner Archive release starring Joan Crawford from 1928. And uh, she's uh, stripped to her teddy and tore into a Charleston powered by a zillion watts of sexual energy is the uh, is the way they bill, uh, advertise this here. And uh, she shocked the corsets and cravats off parents who had heard disturbing rumblings of what their children were up to. But it's about a good girl who hides her heart behind a party girl mask and loses the man she loves to a gold digger. Uh, directed by Harry Beaumont and also starring Johnny Mac Brown. Um, this has, again, like I said, been issued by Warner Archive, one of the obvious pre-code films and a silent film, 1928. Um, I don't think there are any extras here on this one. Nope, none at all. But it's, uh, you know, it's nice to see some some um, pre-talky era Titles getting some uh, issue uh, on Blu-ray. That's always nice. Rancho Notorious from 1952 stars. Uh, this is a Fritz Lang film starring Marlena Dietrich, and Arthur Kennedy, and Mel Farrar, and William Frawley from uh, I Love Lucy, of course. And it's about a uh, rancher who seeks out to avenge his fiance's death when she's killed during a robbery. And it's yeah, kind of film noirish, I guess you would say. But another Warner Archive release. Uh, they were banging them out this month. There were about five titles. We'll get to the others later, but no extras on this one either, although the uh, the picture quality is quite good, I'm hearing. Uh, so anyway, Rancho Notorious. Uh, Imitation of Life is uh, – that's been you know obviously later filmed by Douglas Sirk in 1959, but 
Criterion has opted to issue the original Imitation of Life. Uh, the, mm, this original one was directed by John Stahl, and it stars Claudette Colbert and Warren William. And it's, um, you know, it's it's uh, based on a novel by uh, Fanny Hurst. And uh, Preston Sturges, Sturges was one of the co-screenwriters here. What is the Kirk Douglas Van Gogh movie? Uh, that's uh, Lust for Life. Lust for Life. Yeah, it's good good as well. But uh, anyway, if you're a fan of great tearjerkers, uh, Imitation of Life is hard to beat, although I do prefer the 1959 version with its swirling Technicolor, and Lana Turner is in that, of course, and that, that's my preferred version. But the original is good of its own. So anyway, um, you, uh, you do get a few extras here, but I didn't get a review copy of this one, so I can't say for sure what they are. I don't have... It right in front of me, but uh, but anyway, the original imitation of life getting a uh, Blu-ray issue from Criterion. She said the recent film about the uh, the efforts to uh, put Harvey Weinstein behind bars <laughs> is uh, finally getting issued in a collector's edition on Blu-ray. Well, finally, it just came out a couple of months ago, so it's not like it's been a long wait, but nevertheless. Uh, I don't think there's a 4K release of this, just Blu-ray. I like this. I thought it was a, a good movie. Uh, not not perfect, not great, but definitely solid and enjoyable. And uh, so, she said, is getting a release from Universal. It's odd that a major and, studio release doesn't get a 4K. I know, right? And I'm seeing that more and more, which is kind of weird. Yeah, it seems like the legacy, I mean the um, the uh, boutique labels rather are the ones that are doing the issues on 4K of these titles. No, I mean, like, a, I mean, a, a major studio, but plus a, a new movie. I mean, the, isn't that odd? Well, right. Well, here's another example. Uh, what I'm getting ready to talk about is Ouija from uh, 2014. Never got a 4K release by Universal, and yet it was a huge hint for them. Uh, it was Scream Factory that opted to issue it on 4K, and that's a fairly recent film, 2014. That's less than 10 years old. And you would think, like you said, that they would do that, but it doesn't seem like that is a priority, except for the Marvel stuff. That gets those get 4K releases typically, but um, yeah, it is kind of weird where we're at with that sort of this stuff. So, Warning Shot is a uh, Kino release. David Jansen stars in Warning Shot from 1967. And that uh, is Kino release, uh, originally a Paramount Pictures uh, film, and it's pretty good, I must say. It's a you know he's a cop, he shoots somebody in self-defense and spends the rest of the movie trying to prove his innocence. I, I guess that's very similar to the character he was playing on television at the time, but uh, so he's not really it's not much of a stretch. But uh, Joan Collins is in this great sparkling jazz score by Jerry Goldsmith and directed by Buzz Kulick who directed quite a few TV movies. I want to say he did uh, Brian's Song, maybe, among many others. But um, I, I like Warning Shot. It's good. I've never seen it before. And um, also, uh, I think it co-stars, yeah, Steve Allen is in this, Ed Begley, Lillian Gish, Carol O'Connor, um, <laughs> Sam Wanamaker, <laughs> George Sanders, Stephanie Powers, Keenan Wynn. It's got a really good supporting cast. 
Well, uh, we have The Gang of Four, which is another Cohen Media release. And this is from 1989 and directed by Jacques Rivette. And it's a drama following four women at stage school. And they say it's a summation of director Jacques Rivette's work as a whole, as a filmmaker. So this has an audio commentary and a re-release trailer. That's pretty much it. Um, the picture quality is getting, a, you know, the audio video is getting a pretty good uh, uh, review here on this. I didn't get a review copy of this one, so. Anyway, but Gang of Four. And then we move on to January 17th. We have Cloverfield it has been issued in a limited steelbook 4K from Paramount. So if you are a fan of Cloverfield, there's no new extras here, no new bonus content. It's pretty much the same as the uh, the previous issue, but it's a 15th anniversary uh, limited edition steelbook, as I said, 4K, Blu-ray, and a digital code included. So uh, there is all of that. And They Live has been issued by Screen Factory in a steelbook edition. So... There's that. Uh, Double Jeopardy from 1999. Uh, speaking of Tommy Lee Jones and, and Ashley Judd, that has uh, made its way to 4K, courtesy of uh, part of the uh, Paramount Presents line of titles. There are a few a few extras here. I think maybe some uh, featurettes. And uh, Wrath of Man, directed by Guy Ritchie and starring Jason Statham um, from 2021, getting a 4K issue from Warner Brothers. And The Menu, the recent, uh, I guess you'd call it a horror comedy from starring Ralph Fine um, from 2022, getting a Blu-ray release. No 4K, just like we talked about earlier, hmm. but uh, nevertheless. And we have the Missing in Action trilogy. Uh, of course, Chuck Norris, what else can you say about these films? Uh, did you get these? I know you mentioned... Uh, I'd like to. I haven't. Up. I haven't gotten them yet. No. Yeah. Well, they have been issued uh, with new audio commentaries. Yes, new audio commentaries on all of these. And uh, Radiance Films has issued the 1968 um, Japanese crime film, Big Time Gambling Boss. It gets pretty good. Uh, it's gotten pretty good word of mouth over the years. Uh, I would try to pronounce the director of this film, but I'm sure I'm going to butcher it. <laughs> Kasaku Yamashita. We'll say that. So anyway, perfect. this has been issued by Radiance Films and uh, distributed by Arrow, I believe. And big time um, crime boss is the name of it. Big time gambling boss. Oh. Yeah. Because I typed in big time crime boss. And it, it gave me Al Capone. All right, big this time one, gambling boss. Yeah, 68, 1968. Uh, has a couple of featurettes here. Uh, short documentaries, a 14-minute documentary, a 25-minute documentary, gallery, picture gallery, and trailer. So big time gambling boss getting issued by Radiance Films. And we have Lars von Trier's Europe Trilogy, which includes three of his films. The Element of Crime, Epidemic, and Europa. These were three of his earlier, earliest films from spanning the years 1984 to 1991. And there are extras on all of these, some commentaries and featurettes, documentaries, all that stuff in this box set from Criterion. 
So Lars von Trier's The Europe Trilogy. The Blu-ray, no 4K that I'm aware of on that one. So Lady Whirlwind and Hapkido is another Arrow release. And um, it's a... It's about a, a basically one of the earliest examples I think of a of a female heroine going out for revenge uh, and leading a you know they uh, they have cited this as being um, one of the first instances where a female uh, was uh, led a franchise because there were several of these films and as I said Lady Whirlwind and Hapkido these are actually separate films. Starring this uh, character, who's a who's basically an ass kicker, an ass kicker extraordinaire. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, they they get good word of mouth, um, and they have some extras here. Um, let's see what we have in terms of extras. Yeah, there's um, yeah, there's just a few. Let's see, I'm trying to get my list to pull up here in front of me. Yeah, we have uh, an interview with the female star, Angela Mao, conducted in 2022. Commentaries, multiple commentaries, trailer gallery, and Kung Fu Cooking with Thomas King, a uh, fun conversation between Frank Jing and Angela Mao's son. So I guess they were the stars of the film, and their son talks a little bit about them and their work. So anyway, Lady Whirlwind and Hapkido from Arrow video a couple of kino releases here ghost warrior from 1984 and program to kill from 1987 and these were um, like i said these were these both have uh audio commentaries uh, on these new commentaries we have a uh, teal which is a uh, recent uh I can't remember if that got any Oscar nominations. I believe it did. Maybe, maybe it did. No, I, well, didn't, I don't think didn't. it got any. Yeah, I'm drawing a blank. I'm not sure. But she, she was the big controversy for actress. Right. Yeah. 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 Anyway, there was some, uh, there was some talk of this possibly getting a some Oscar love, but it, it, whether it did or not, I can't remember. But anyway, Till has been issued on Blu-ray again. No 4K. This is Universal. And so uh, they have issued this. And we have No Mercy from 1986. That's a Kino Lorber release, originally released by TriStar Pictures. This is kind of interesting because I don't recall Kino doing any uh, issues of TriStar films. This may be the first, but it's directed by Richard Pierce. I believe you interviewed him a while back. He has an interesting career. Yeah, what's the movie? Uh, it's uh, No Mercy. Oh, No Mercy. Kim Basinger yeah. and Richard Gere. So uh, it's a build as a searing action thriller of passion and murder. He's a cop who's going to avenge his partner's death. And then he falls in love with the only witness here, played by, uh, as I said, Kim Basinger. And so... You know, it's it's not a bad film. It's I would say it has its moments. Uh, not 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 particularly great, but but good, solid. Uh, I enjoyed it probably more so than the critics did at the time. Uh, Fire with Fire is an interview with the actor Jerome Crabbe, who appears in the film, and uh, there's a theatrical trailer as well. So no mercy from Kino. 
And um, so we move along. Sliver has been issued by Paramount for the first time ever on Blu-ray. Uh, and the curious case of Benjamin Button, previously issued by Criterion only, and Paramount has now issued that for the first time ever. Uh, so getting uh, first time, first time uh, Blu-ray issues by the uh, studio that released them originally. And then we move on to January the 24th, the Dentist Collection, starring Corbin, Corbin Burnson. This has actually been on the top ten selling seller's list of Blu-rays for the last three weeks or something, which baffles me. But people are rushing to get this. It's part of the Vestron Collectors series. And uh, it is um, people have been lapping it up. I guess those horror fans, right? They're the they're cheap. Is it cheap? Like that Silent Night, Deadly Night thing that came out? I think it is. I think it's, I, you know, somewhere in the $20 range, something like okay. that. But you get both films. And I think there are a few extras. I didn't get a review copy of it, but Corbin um, Bert, Bernstein, Bernstein. <laughs> I see it right here. Yeah, eleven ninety nine. Yeah, I knew. Just, it was just cheap. like Silent Night, Deadly Night, three, four, and five. Mm-hmm. It's selling. It, there's a demand. Sure is. So, um, anyway, we have From Beyond, the uh, Stuart Gordon horror film of follow, his follow up to The Reanimator from 1986, getting. A 4K issue, I think this is Vinegar Syndrome, who's doing the honors here. And we have Violent Night, the uh, Christmas horror film from old December of last year, getting a Blu-ray release, no 4K again, Universal. And um, so we have that. Um, And we have the Death Wish 4K, starring Charles Bronson. Of course, the original Death Wish getting a 4K release, uh, 4K upgrade, I should say, from Kino. And this is the first time ever. Audio commentary by film historian Paul Talbot, who's the author of The Bronson's Loose books. And an interview with the actor John Hertzfeld, who plays one of the rapists in the film. And the theatrical trailer. You know, it was getting a lot of... One of the rapists. What is this film? Uh, Death Wish, the original, 1974. Is that the John Hertzfeld that became a director? I believe so. Yeah, he's he's in the film. He has an uncredited... uh, I think he's uncredited in the film, but um, yeah, it's uh, I, you know, the world. So he and Goldblum were two rapists in that movie. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Who who would have thought careers could be built on on those oh, parts? Uh, exactly. Yeah. Who'd have thunk it? Well, I um, I you know, the word on the street was that these transfers were not good, uh, or rather, the transfer was not good on the four. 4K release of Death Wish. I didn't have a problem with it. I thought it looked just fine on my equipment. Um, put it up on my projector and it looked just fine. So I don't, I don't know why everybody's quibbling about it. Uh, but there were some, some, some people who were dis, a little uh, disenfranchised or dis, um, disappointed, maybe I guess, uh, on this. But anyway, um, the Jackie Can't Chan collection from Shout Factory includes the Killer Meteors, Shaolin Wooden Men, To Kill with Intrigue, Snake and Crane Arts of Shaolin, Dragon Fist, Battle Creek Brawl, and Dragon Lord. So you get uh, seven films with eight different cuts. Of, uh, or eight cuts. Of, I guess there are multiple cuts of each film here. Uh, it looks like uh, one of them may have more than one cut. So anyway. Um, 
this, like I said, new, there are a few new extras, I believe, here, but yeah, these are Jackie Chan films that span the years 1976 to 1982 when he was with the, uh, I guess, the Golden Harvest Studios. So yeah. The 1998 film Belly, during the late DMX and Method Man, has been given a 4K release. This is a Lionsgate, uh, issue as well. So, um, there's a, First time on 4K for Belly. And I think that's tied into the 25th anniversary of the film, I do believe. Uh, MVD Rewind Collection has issued Minute Work from 1990 on Blu-ray. Charlie Sheen, Emilio Estevez, Charlie Sheen, uh, or Emilio Estevez rather directing this one. And they are trash men. And beyond that, I can't tell you because I never saw this film. I remember when it came out and, I remember the word was not good, so I just skipped it and still haven't seen it. So, But there are a few new extras here. The Last American Virgin, which was, I believe, um, previously issued on Blu-ray. I believe that Olive Films put that out, I believe, but now it's out of print. Oh, it was out of print until now. It's now been issued by the MBD Rewind Collection. And uh, a few new extras there. Not new extras. I think maybe they're just ported over from the previous edition. But there are a few extras on this. And I like The Last American Virgin. I, I like the fact that it kind of takes a turn for the serious at the end of it. kind of surprises you. Um, I didn't see it coming when I originally saw this film. I was kind of surprised. So I like the fact that it uh, kind of goes a place where you're not expecting. So, uh, The Long, Long Trailer, starring Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz. This was made uh, in 1954 at the height of their popularity on I Love Lucy, and they... Had a contract with MGM to make two films, this one and Forever Darling was the other one. And the long, long trailer, that even though their characters are not Ricky and uh, Lucy, or Desi and Ricky and Lucy in the film, sorry. They are not Ricky and Lucy in the film. They are, uh, they have different, he's Nikki, I think he is, uh, in the film, uh, so not a big, not a big difference there. But it, nevertheless, they're playing the same characters pretty much is what I was getting at. And it's it's a funny movie directed by Vincent Minnelli. Uh, a lot of good slapstick pieces. You know, not perfect, but there are some good sequences. And it's pretty much they just buy a trailer and it's all the slapstick stuff that you would expect with them buying this trailer. Um, you know, and it's uh, filmed in Technicolor. So I guess people were interested in seeing the uh, uh, Lucy and Desi in color. As they got the chance to do. So the Oscar winner for Best Actor in 1939 was Robert Donat. Or Donat, I never could be sure how his name was pronounced. But a lot of people thought Jimmy Stewart might get it uh, for Mr. Smith Goes to Washington or Clark Gable for Gone with the Wind. Nope. It was a Robert Donat for Goodbye, Mr. Chips. And it has been issued on Blu-ray from the great folks at Warner Archive in a with a terrific transfer, it includes the original theatrical trailer uh, in this release. And uh, I meant to mention that uh, the long, long trailer also includes a vintage Pete Smith specialty short, Ain't It Aggravatin', and a classic cartoon, Dixieland Droopy, and a theatrical trailer. So you get all of that with uh, the long, long trailer. And Goodbye, Mr. Chips, two, two, two good films that I would recommend from Warner Archive and Wife. Versus Secretary, speaking of Clark Gable, this is one of his uh, pre-Gone with the Wind efforts. It's a it's a comedy about a wife of a publishing executive mistakenly believing that her husband's relationship with his secretary is more than professional. 
And um, this is, uh, let's see, Clark Gable, Gene Harlow, Myrna Loy, James Stewart, and this one as well. So it's um, it's a nice new scan from Warner Archive, looking really good, and it's a it's a charming little film, you know, it's fine. So uh, wife versus secretary from Warner Archive, and um, I guess we're moving on to the last day of the month, which would be January the thirty first, and we have a, a few interesting titles here. Event Horizon from nineteen ninety seven was previously issued as a Steelbook only from Paramount, and that quickly went out of print, but now has been reissued in a standard uh, edition, 4K, Blu-ray, digital code, event horizon in 4K with um, uh, quite a few extras here. So if you're a fan of this one, I know there are a lot of people who are fans of event horizon. So it has been, it is now available. You don't have to pay those high prices to get it uh, that, were, that it was going for. Other Paramount releases would be uh, Gallipoli from 1981 coming out on Blu-ray for the first time starring Mel Gibson. And so there was a uh, there is that also Big Night from 1996. It's another Paramount release for the first time ever on Blu-ray. And I think that covers all the Paramount titles that were released on that day. Um, so we'll move along to uh, Dawn of the Dead 4K. This is 2004 version, the uh, Zack Snyder remake. Uh, that's the Scream Factory, pretty much giving you a, a reissue of all the with all the extras that were on the other release, the Blu-ray re- release from several. Years ago, the only thing we're getting different here is the 4K upgrade, of course, in terms of picture quality. We have Young Sherlock Holmes. That's another Paramount release I meant to uh, mention, and it's uh, I think it's a limited edition as well. But 1985's Young Sherlock Holmes, I think, produced by Steven Spielberg, I believe. And uh, so, and we have Crimes of the Future, the recent uh, David Cronenberg film. That has made its way to 4K, uh, courtesy of Neon Films. And let's see. Um, the Lady from Shanghai, the Orson Welles entry from 1947 that's well regarded and has been given the Blu-ray treatment from Kino Lorber with a few new extras, new commentary, I believe, and some, some carryover stuff as well. The Lady from Shanghai getting a Blu-ray release after all this time. And we have The Italian Job from 1969, the original heist film starring Michael Caine, Noel Coward. And, you know, it has quite a following and it's getting it has been given a 4K upgrade courtesy of the good folks at Kino Lorber. Audio commentary here by uh, the author of The Making of the Italian Job. There's a book out there about the making of this film. There's an uh, audio commentary by the producer. And there's a a feature-length documentary called The Great Idea from 2002, about a 90-minute documentary about the making of this film. The Self-Preservation Society documentary from 2002, Get a Bloomin' Move On 2002 documentary, and a featurette from 2009, deleted scene, and theatrical and re-release trailers. And uh, the quality, I did get a chance to look at this one. It looks beautiful. If you're a fan of the Italian job of Michael Caine, you're going to love it. 
because uh, they've done a really good job with this, with the, the extras and the transfer, all that. The Asphyx is a horror film from 1972. It's about a scientist who has figured out a way to capture the spirit that supposedly leaves a person at the moment of death. And if you can capture their spirit, then you can, in theory, live forever. And so this uh, scientist uh, played by Robert Stevens, along with his assistant playing by, played by Robert Powell, become obsessed with capturing this asphyx, as they call it. And this new special edition is from Kino. It's Blu-ray only, but it includes the extended 99-minute cut of the film. And it blends HD footage mastered from the 35-millimeter negative with SD footage mastered from a release print of inferior quality. So obviously when the, the cut scenes appear, you can certainly tell. But it's it's good to have it at least. The, uh, the non-extended version is 86 minutes. So there's quite a, it's about 13 minutes of stuff cut out, uh, you know. So as a result, uh, there are significant shifts in image quality, just so people know. But if you're a fan of the 1972 horror film, The Asphyx, uh, this is worth picking up. Uh, I, I find it, I think this would be a great film for someone to do a remake of. I think it really has great possibilities. And I'm surprised that it hasn't been done, to be quite honest. But... Nevertheless, the aspects uh, getting an issue from Kino Lorber, and we have a documentary. This is DD, DVD only. Uh, a Life Unchartered uh, is a documentary on the life and times of Jerry Anderson, who created Thunderbirds, Stingray, Captain Scarlet, Space 1999, Terror, Terra Hawks, and Space Precinct. This is a 90-minute documentary on his life and times from MPI Home Video. And it's a uh, recent documentary, I think, 2022. So uh, Jerry Anderson, A Life Unchartered. And The Diving Bell and the Butterfly, that's another Paramount release that I missed from 2007. Quite a quite a good film uh, also uh, that I was I, I really uh, enjoyed that quite a bit when it came out. I haven't seen it since it was originally issued in 2007. And um I don't think there's much in the way of extras here, but at least it's getting an, uh, an upgrade in terms of picture quality. And then you have a um, a Peter Falk four-film comedy collection from Mill Creek, which includes The Cheap Detective, Big Trouble, Happy New Year, and Love, L-U-V. And then we have um, Dance of Death and Dance of the Damned. This is a double feature from Shout Factory from 1989 and 1992. Uh, from director Kat Shea. I think she might have directed one of the Nightmare on Elm Street films, I believe. Maybe. Um, but anyway, that is getting an issue. And Bergman Island from 2021. That's uh, a recent film. Uh, Criterion is issuing with uh, a few new extras there. And Escape to Athena and March or Die from 1977 and 1979. That's another Shout Factory double feature uh, also, and I don't know if there are any extras on that, but um, anyway, and Blood for Dracula has been issued, I believe this is a 4K. This is from 1974, of course. There was a Flesh for Frankenstein and Blood for Dracula released the same year from director Paul Morrissey. It's his uh, moralistic take on modern values 
a brash mixture of humor, horror, and sex, and a revelation to fans of the horror film. I think it was originally released in 3D, I believe, and I, I can't say for sure whether this edition is in 3D or not, but Blood for Dracula getting a a new upgrade from uh, Severin Films from 1974. And I think that pretty well covers the month of January and, and the releases contained therein. <laughs> 